Alrighty, hello and welcome back to our very first episode! Very first episode, this is gonna be so great. Yes, I'm very excited, y'all are in for a very wild ride. And you have no clue, like, the universe was trying to hold us back. Oh my god, the way we've been trying to get this episode recorded for a month and a half Literally weeks on weeks on weeks, just like, just a whole bunch of technical issues. I mean, we're just having to like learn the ins and outs of podcasting and <laughs> the 10 million different types of adapters that come with microphones. Oh my god, yeah. So, but now that we've figured it out, now that we girl bossed our way through, <laughs> we are ready to share with you guys. Okay, so some hot takes. Do you want to tell them about like our first episode topic? <laughs> it's very controversial, but <laughs> So this episode's topic is going to be why men are inferior. <laughs> but don't worry, we know they have inferior females out there too. We're going to get to them eventually, but we're talking about the men today because right. they are the real issue at hand. Because like, first of all, happy Women's History Month. <laughs> Slay! <laughs> Second of all, when you hear that title, like why men are inferior, it literally sounds like insane. Because no one says that. However, there are literally men who think that, like wholeheartedly they believe, that believe it. We are the inferior gender. Biologically, intelligence-wise, like just everything you name it, like they truly think that women are lesser than, mm-hmm. and that's normal. But for me, like for us to title the like podcast episode "Why Men Are Inferior," like we can already we already imagine all the hate we're gonna get. For literally, it. like. <laughs> I, People ask me, like, you know, we're starting a podcast and I am telling some of my friends and family and they're like, oh, what's your first episode going to be about? And I'm just like, uh, crickets. I just kind of chuckle beforehand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we have some really good written down points um, and we're just going to get into it, to be honest. So Maddie, I'm going to ask you what your first point was. So we did a lot of studies and researching on this because we didn't want to just come into this calling men inferior just with our own opinions behind it. Um, So I kind of did some researching into the difference of when men hate men or men hate women versus women hating men. And let me tell y'all, usually when a woman hates a man, it's because, you know, something traumatic has happened. You've had a bad experience with a man. Like you have a valid reason and it's usually... That reason is has emotion behind it. Right. It's not just mm, I don't like them. You it's know, like literally every single woman I know has either been like abused or manipulated mm-hmm. by a man, or they know a woman who has been. It's yep. like a, it's such a common experience for all women, yep. um, and so that's why it's like there are collective groups of women who just hate men, and like that's just the way it is. Yeah, but some of the stuff that I found was that obviously you know childhood trauma connects many things no matter the person man or woman childhood trauma really does it to a person right but in relationships with a man's mother they just (laughs) god a a man with daddy issues is one thing a man with mommy issues (laughs) oh my god they they're the ones who turn out to be serial killers oh yeah without a doubt and it and their victims are only women because the first woman in their life 
messed them up and so now they just have a vendetta against all women no seriously either they're like the first woman in their life their mom or like this girl that they met in sixth grade and now they swear off all women Mm -hmm. like (laughs) i think it's kind of funny honestly okay so like (laughs) when a guy has mommy issues that is like like you were saying that's the first time that they see oh this is what a woman is supposed to do so let's just say like their mom is a narcissist um then they're going to think that women are controlling or manipulative whatever and then like they just yeah when you just try to communicate like a woman could simply just try to communicate an issue with a man but because it's something that they're doing wrong and they don't want to hear it they don't want to accept it it's just you're just nagging me literally you're just you're just a controlling bitch because they how like god forbid that they ever do something wrong or they make a mistake or like they have to swallow their pride and say i'm sorry so another thing is like i saw this somewhere um i think it was literally euphoria I think it was Nate Jacobs um, and his mom. And basically, I think in one of the monologues, they were just basically saying how um, Nate Jacobs saw his mom as weak. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is a very interesting, like feeling towards women Mm -hmm. because if you as a as a boy growing up if you see your mom as someone who is weak if they've if they're often getting like either like abused by men or just like yeah like the father in the home like if you grow up seeing you know your dad treat your mom a certain way and her never fighting back right just taking it then you're gonna grow up and think okay that's how women are supposed to be so i'm gonna treat the women in my life like that and it's okay because that's what i saw that's what i knew absolutely and like that whole mentality is one thing but now with the age of the internet that whole mentality just spreads and spreads and spreads and then you have these groups of men that think the same way so think of like all of andrew tate's cult followers of little incel boys that (laughs) literally and just andrew tate in general he when we're talking about men who are inferior, come on, side. How eye. are you gonna talk shit and your hair? You don't even got a hairline. You don't even got, yes, exactly. <laughs> you look, so out of all the out of all the men to pick from, this is the man that these little boys want to like worship. Yes, and he had and he has like such a crazy following. Like obviously to us, thinking him having a following, it's like that's crazy. Right. That's absurd because the things he are the things he says is just crazy y'all i have a few of them written down i i got my facts coming to to you right now right what is it um so uh, i read an interview an article online and it was just about this one scandal that he had and obviously he's been on a lot of podcasts i think he has his own podcast even or used to before yeah arrested arrested (laughs) and completely kicked off of all social media but he was literally like some of his key points that he believes in are that like women belong in a home and shouldn't drive and that they are a man's property like if you have a girlfriend she should just be by your side 24 7 supporting what you're doing doing what you want her to do and helping you make it like there's no other purpose for a woman other than to help you succeed i actually read a study about that and the correlation of that exact ideology of Mm -hmm you are entitled to having a woman support you in any of your endeavors and people who think like that oftentimes become abusers um i like i remember writing it down okay here here it is so one of the biggest 
points that come with abusers and men and why they feel justified in doing what they're doing um, is that it comes from entitlement. So these men literally feel like women are supposed to be um, right by their side 24-7. And this is what I wrote down. A man will expect his woman to take care of him, cooking, cleaning, sex, um, and they feel justified because they, as men, have it harder. Mm-hmm. Whether that's working um, in a job or just day-to-day struggles, they just feel like they have it harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, the man, like men like Andrew Tate or just abusers out there, they will value their own work while simultaneously dismissing their partners. So let's just say in a good dynamic, like it was a um, 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 uh, husband and a wife, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say the husband has these mindsets and he comes home and then the house is messy. He cannot, he genuinely cannot fathom why the house would be messy um, when his wife has been home all day. Mm-hmm. So let's just say like they have kids in this fake scenario. Yeah. Um, and she is like watching the kids or if she has her own job, like whatever it is, no matter what it is, he will never be able to put himself in her shoes. He will yeah. never be able to understand why she's not serving him. And that is where the dangers come. And especially um, with men who have seen um, other men be violent towards women, they think that's okay. And they see um influencers like andrew tate spreading this hate and misogyny and they think it's okay Mm -hmm. because now they have the masses on their side but they have their own masses like their own um it's like a niche literally (laughs) Literally, it's like a niche of just people who hate women Yeah. (laughs) yeah and it just like just that ideology that men have like it's so crazy because here's some of the other things that andrew had to say um Rape victims should bear the responsibility of their trauma. If it happened to you, it des- you deserved it. It was meant to happen to you. He thinks that you should take full responsibility for that. Um, he also, in an interview, stated how he liked to date younger women, usually 18 to 19 years old, um, to imprint on them. Because since they're so young, you know, they haven't been ran through. They haven't had very many partners to, you know show them one way of how to do it so he wants them young and vulnerable and impressionable so he can get them and manipulate them to do and whatever he pleases you know like just just completely form this young woman into what he wants her to be right which is just especially at the right age of 18 or 19 it's like like and that's something you see even in high school like those freshmen dating senior boys if you are a freshman and you have this like senior guy that's like interested in you just run red flag, red flag literally red flag. run the other direction please for the love of god and here's the thing too it's just like when you get older what's the age gap between freshman and senior like for three three years i think it's like usually you're like 14 when you enter freshman year and most people are like 18 when right they leave but it has year. everything to do with where you are in life oh yeah at 14 you were literally like just hitting puberty yeah well at least back in the day i don't know people are like hitting <laughs> puberty at like eight years old no, now which yeah. is sad that's a whole other topic but yeah. like anyway but yeah no because i can tell you wholeheartedly right now when i was 14 i thought i was grown because of the things i had been through in my life i thought i had experienced it all 
thought I had I I was 20 when I was 14. Right. But the truth is, looking back on it now as an actual 20-year-old, my mindset from when I was 18 years old is so different from when I like from where I was now. And the mindset between then and 14 two I was two completely different people at those ages. No matter yeah. how grown I thought I was, I was not grown and I should not have been doing the things I was doing. Right. But like at the same time, it's also hard when there's no one there to like tell you these things or like help you through these things. Um, Because a lot of times that's exactly what these men are looking for. They're looking for someone who is like, oh, you're so mature for your age. And that is a line that's going to get you every time. Right. You're not mature for your age, babe. You are your age. Yes. (laughs) Like, I don't care. You could literally be like, a politician in office at age 14 i don't care what you're doing at age 14 you're still 14 years old your brain literally has not even developed yet and like i said like andrew tate people like that prey on girls like this Mm. there's a reason why i see so many tiktoks explaining how like when they were ages 15 to like 19 they were like the most sought after the most like desired i guess by men and as soon as they are older it's just like crickets it's it's like you're not what they want anymore so they're done we can testify to that 100 percent. i can i can when i first entered high school as a freshman that is probably when i got the most attention because you're fresh meat right literally like literally (laughs) you are fresh meat and so i was the most sought after had the most play and it's like, then sophomore year came, and as I got older and older, like, I kept getting less and less attention, and I was like, well, maybe it's me, maybe it's, you know, maybe I just, I don't look the same, or maybe I'm not acting the same, or maybe, like, I, I just, I didn't know what it was, I always blamed myself, but the truth is, it was nothing to do with me, I was the same old me, I looked the same, I acted the same, I became a better person, honestly, right. like, I was probably even more enjoyable to be around the older I got, but... It was just, I wasn't that young, impressionable teenager anymore that they could take and manipulate and mold into anything they wanted, so... They were done. I just wasn't valuable anymore, yeah. Yeah, so did he have a reason? Oh, yeah, you said that um, he didn't want to date older women, or he just wanted... He preferred younger girls because they hadn't slept with as many men. Yeah, because I watched, like, the podcast that it was from, and yes, exactly what he was saying was... He, if he had the choice between a woman his age and a woman much younger than him, he's always going to choose a younger woman because he was like, what are you going to get from somebody who's been ran through by half the town and, you know, has done X, Y, and Z and this, this, and this. And he was like, I'm all like, I'm always going to go for the younger choice. Right. And it's just like. And it's so crazy to me because like, he is literally a sex trafficker. Yeah. Like imagine how many girls he has slept with and he him as a high value man oh my god yeah and that's another thing that leads into (laughs) fucking double standards between men and women it is insane because i can promise you like as a woman i've never heard another girl talk about like body count and it being like that is so true i've never Oh my god, I'm glad you said that. I've never thought about that. Yeah, but like, you know, like, the guy friends I've had in high school, they would talk to me about, like, girls and 
like try, they were trying to get with and it was like oh yeah but like i heard her body count was five so i'm not messing with that right okay and Thanks. you're lucky to be number six <laughs> like it's literally not that big of a deal and the whole like idea but idea behind like the more partners a woman has like the less value the, yeah and like just like <laughs> I don't want to say the p word on here, but I think your it's vagina, okay. like, They truly believe that like it stretches out. And, like, yeah, that is so not, true. Like they literally don't like that. Then that's just not true. It's literally because not. I can sleep with one person a hundred times, and it's going to do the same thing as if I slept with a hundred people. Yeah, that is so true. And then you also think like I mean this is kind of a separate issue, but it just it's just it doesn't make any sense. Like how do you think women can just like give birth? Yeah, and then goes back to normal, but they can't take your little five inch dick. Like, <laughs> Literally, though, like, it, I don't, but their little pea brains are just too small to even try to think to even, that that is possible. Right. They just think, oh, it go it it get big, it bad. Right. <laughs> like, that is literally the thought process. <laughs> oh my god, that's so uh. funny. Oh, and this was another, this was like a direct quote I'd written of his. I'm not a rapist, but I like getting to do what I want. The butt. If you have to put a butt after, I'm not a rapist. (laughs) (laughs) Chances are. Side eye, side eye. Yeah, I don't think you're telling the truth. No, (laughs) what he meant to say was, I'm not a rapist, but I am a sex trafficker. (laughs) (laughs) And I am a woman abuser i do abuse women yes but you know they're asking for it yeah yeah but yeah exactly because <laughs> they should they should take the responsibility of what i want to do to them. oh literally <laughs> i wonder what his stance is on like abortion and birth control and mm. stuff like that like here's the thing i don't watch enough andrew tate because i literally cannot physically get through it Without yeah. being like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, yeah, why am makes, I even I'm, watching I this? I sit there and it just makes me angry. Right. Because it's like, to me personally, just trying to think how someone could think like that. Like, I just, I can't fathom. I, I cannot imagine just waking up every single day and being so involved about other people's lives. Like, it, it literally, you should not give a fuck. See, that's exactly how I feel with people who are homophobic or transphobic or racist or sexist it's like you know how much effort it takes to hate someone no seriously do you know like you have to consciously every day make the choice to hate this person Mm -hmm. um like this is so random but a good example is um there's this girl i see on my like um youtube explore page or whatever is that i don't even know there's this girl i see on youtube um and her show is called the comment section which ironically enough that's the same name that um drew's podcast is it's literally called they have the same thing but they're completely opposites Mm -hmm. right and so she was talking about dylan mulvaney is that how i say her last name um the woman who's like gay 365 yeah 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. of girlhood yeah Mm -hmm. so in the um youtube video that she was making every single time she would get a chance she would miss um what's it misgender yeah she would misgender her every single chance like and she would go out of her way to say like oh he is doing this or he is posting on tiktok or whatever and it's like you are literally going out of your way to say that you're going out of your way to be hateful and spiteful and like 
it just takes so much effort. Yeah, like it's so much easier to just let it roll off your shoulders, babe. Don't let it affect you. Right. I promise, I mean, maybe keep letting it affect you. It's going to take years off your life. And, you know, the sooner we get rid of all the hateful, spiteful people, the better this world will be. So all power to you if you want. (laughs) So um, I think I might go into some of the case studies that I learned about. And with all of our things, we're going to... um, like link all of our sources and our information in our description that way you know that we're not talking out of our ass yeah. like we actually have I promise I'm... right we'll, we'll come with the receipts guys um so let me see okay so talking about why men are inferior um one of the biggest things that i think of that comes to mind is that men are typically not in control of their anger and i hate saying that because they are in control of it because they don't lash out at work they don't hit their boss um if they're driving and they get frustrated that they're not gonna like purposefully wreck the car i mean obviously there's like extreme cases there are outliers right but um oh and then like all like the shootings and stuff it's just like male rage and um so I will say that women are a lot more emotionally intelligent. Um, and I can already hear the comments. Like I can literally already hear it as I'm, I'm saying I'm a man this. and I'm in tune with my emotions too. <laughs> we get it. That's not what we're trying to say here. We know they're exactly, exactly what I said. We know there's outliers. Right. So just like there's those extreme bads, we know there's some good ones. Right. We get it y'all. We don't have to hear, well, there's good guys out there too. We're talking about the bad ones. Okay? Exactly. We are literally talking about the bad men. So if you are a good man, applause if this does not apply to you. Don't get offended, please. Like, thank you, God. But if, if it offends you because things are starting to make a little bit too much sense for you. <laughs> that is true. If things are clicking with you, if you resonate with these yeah. things, then you might need to get checked out. If the out. shoe fits, wear it. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. <laughs> maybe just be a little more emotionally intelligent and go see a therapist if this applies to you literally where do i want to start i have like a lot of there's so many cases of abusing women we don't know which one to go with first first i guess we can talk statistics Mm -hmm. 95 percent of reported domestic violence is caused by men like it's towards women by men um and like i said there's the five percent of women that are abusers and like that is a whole different subject yeah we'll have a whole episode on everything female related right um but for 95 percent of it to be from men yeah that's when you really have to see why and the reason why is like we said um issues with the mother and father not to get all freudian on you (laughs) but um that is truly such a huge one your development in childhood literally forms who you are and so having like a not so good example um is like one of the first steps i guess into becoming an abuser and also fun little fact for women's history month is that domestic violence is the leading cause of injury to women Slay! Slay! <laughs> um and it sends over one million 
women to the ER or to the doctor every single year. And that's just fucking crazy, bro. And, and those are the women. Reported, right? right. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's literally only the ones who report it because so many times women in these situations are unable to report it because they will get killed. Mm-hmm. Like that's, it's just and like, that's something I hate to see when like, you know, you see videos or TikToks or something about like women talking about their experience. And then there's all these people in the comments being like, well, why wouldn't you just leave? It's so easy to just go. And until you've been in a situation like that, do not make those comments because exactly like she just said, they can't always just leave. Right. Like it's either sometimes you, it's so bad that they're so scared to even try to do anything. They can't even get out of bed in the morning because they're just terrified of what's going to happen to them. And like, or maybe worst case scenario, maybe they have kids. Yeah. Exactly. And like, they can't just leave yeah. because now that man has like rights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take him away. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. And, and like, if you try like if a woman in that situation tried to take the kid with her, he could like file for a missing child report. Or also something. the fact that like in pregnant women, it's like, I'm pretty sure it's like the leading cause of death in pregnant women is just abuse. Mm-hmm. It's just like them being murdered. And like, yep. it, Which it's crazy. Also, kind of a controversial thing, but just popped into my head. Obviously, we know the whole Roe versus Wade thing got like overturned or whatever. Women cannot get abortions in certain states, Texas being one of them. Yay. <laughs> um, now, say, what, what would happen if a man were to beat a woman so bad he killed the baby is that is, is that considered manslaughter now would i don't i don't know if it already is but like um i think or like he made her like take something or do something like because you know they're gonna try to press the woman for it right it depends on if the woman's alive or not yeah i guess that's fair to be very honest with you like <laughs> if the woman survives it and the baby doesn't then I, I don't even know. I don't think I have the answer to that. Yeah. Logically, I would love to say like, oh yeah, he would get charged with manslaughter. Yeah. He would, you know, go to court, right. go from there. Yeah. Maybe we'll look into that for you guys. Right. <laughs> um, and that's another thing. It's just like, I don't know. This, this is kind of like a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> I will never understand why these men or like specifically abusers in this case um if they are like anti-abortion or anything like that i will never understand it because rather than literally murdering your like pregnant either girlfriend wife whoever she is she can just get an abortion yeah. and that would be that your problems will be solved and you go super it seems so simple simple and like our minds you know but i will never ever ever understand like the whole like anti-abortion people yeah. i'm just gonna be honest like i know I, and like that that this is another thing on like the whole hating women thing is i saw a tiktok the other day that was like a woman and she was like if i'm ever in the situation where it's between my life and my unborn child's life like in the delivery room i pray that my husband chooses me right isn't that crazy that and like I the little husband her, can yeah, literally like just... like that's his call and i there were so many comments i was reading through them and like there were some obviously that, that like women being like yes i agree wholeheartedly like he better choose me but then there were some men and women in the comments being like well like you've lived your life yes <laughs> let this baby have a chance at life yeah. he hasn't had no Are you let kidding? me continue living 
living my life oh that my I have God, already yes. started. I have already made real life connections. I've already what? Like, like so my years of just being a person doesn't matter because there's matter. this new life coming into the world. Fuck them kids, bro. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. Seriously. <laughs> And, like, it's great because I have, like, first-hand experience in this. Like, when, um, obviously, if you're here, you know the name of our podcast, Teen Mom, and this is Dropout. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, in the hospital, I literally was dying. Yeah. Like, I had to have an emergency C-section. Um, and then, at the same time, the cord, the... Um, umbilical cord was wrapped around Kai's neck and so literally it wasn't a matter of like choosing they were just frantically trying to help us both but if it did come down to that choice me and Walker already talked about it we were like save me oh yeah for (laughs) sure no after I saw that TikTok I asked Reese I was like if we were you know ever god forbid but if we were ever in that situation he was like oh I'm choosing you a thousand percent I was like right just a sigh of relief but then it got me thinking like there are women out there who their partners are gonna choose the kid yep and that's crazy to me because as a partner i would not want to raise that kid by myself after i mean obviously it's not the baby's fault right no like i would i feel like i would have resentment towards my child for taking my life partner away from me and leaving me to raise this being just by myself Because at the end of the day, you and your partner can have another baby. Mm -hmm. Your partner can't have another you. Like, yeah, they can get another relationship, but, like, there's never going to be another you. Thank you so much for watching so far of Teen Mom and his Dropout. Um, I'm Michaela. I'm the Teen Mom. and I'm Maddie the Dropout. (laughs) You can follow me. I'm on TikTok and on Instagram, and I will put the handles somewhere here. And then, Maddie? Yeah, I have tiktok and instagram we also have a, a new tiktok specifically for the podcast right Teen mom and a dropout go follow if you'd like absolutely um and we don't have ads yet so this is our little self-promo <laughs> plug yeah <laughs> so yeah thank you so much um and i hope you enjoy the rest of the show and like that's i'm really glad you said that about the relationship because there are different like your relationship with your spouse or your partner is going to be completely different than your relationship with your kid. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it, it kind of goes down, you know, that whole question that's like, okay, you ask a man, who do you like put prioritize first in, Um, in the relationship? So you have the guy's mom or the partner and then their kids and then their sister or something like that. And it's like, they have to like kind of like rank where their priorities lie or whatever mm-hmm. that <laughs> that question itself is like such a hot topic yeah but i, I can, can give you my personal answer <laughs> um and then we can talk about like men who um like abusers in this case mm-hmm. so we can kind of like give what their perspective would be yeah. okay so for me and and walker we both kind of feel the same way your partner is supposed to be with you forever and always like that is literally just like it's you and them against the world type of thing like uh so you and your partner are supposed to build this life together um and that's in my opinion what my goal is and, and walker's goal is when we when we get married is just we're continuously building this life together because your kids are going to grow up they are going to have their own lives um, and their own identity, their own partners, whatever. 
when it comes to your mom in this case um they are very important but at the same time they're not your partner mm-hmm. like that's not your their mom or a guy's mom is not their wife and there's a huge difference mm-hmm. so i feel like in my order it would be wife kid mom sister Mm -hmm. and that's not to say that like any of them are less important that's like a big difference i think it just like because that would make sense to me because in my eyes i would look at it as like the family you've created is a family that you chose you Mm -hmm. know you chose your partner y'all chose to have a child and you chose to create this you know now union right the family you're born into it's just that's just you're born into that's just it. dumb luck yeah literally like i got the shit into the stick <laughs> on that one like so obviously i feel like you're always gonna have love for your family because they're your family right you were born into it that's just what you know you love them but i feel like the love you would have for your chosen family like it would be different mm-hmm. and i would assume greater because you chose them exactly like it wasn't just okay here's your partner you right. have to love them right and that's a really interesting point i literally saw um a tiktok one time my sister said it to me <laughs> yeah. and it was just pretty much like once you realize that like when your older sister has kids in a family that they're not your immediate family anymore mm-hmm. and that's just really funny it's like what you're saying it's like my immediate family now is walker and kai yeah and bella and moonlight our pets uh, yeah <laughs> um but wow that, that didn't, i've never thought about right that. Yeah. and then your extended family now your... is your mom your dad yeah. your sister like that's it's crazy to think about mm-hmm. but it is so true so from the mind of a toxic man or an abuser in this instance um i think that personally their kid would probably be the first one because it's their direct like lineage of of themselves like from an abuser they see their kids as an extension of themselves and if they don't live their lives as like they choose for their kids Mm -hmm. then it's gonna cause all of this resentment all these issues maybe even abuse like who knows it's just gonna cause problems because their kid is not exactly Mm -hmm. serving them or what they wanted to be you know what i mean yeah it's it it all starts with the wife so they start with the controlling the wife they have a kid and they like you said it's an extension of them they're also viewing their wife as an extension of them Wow. I, be- I mean, I would have believed. You yeah, know? no, I really fully believe that. I yeah. never thought about it like that. Because, like, we were talking about, like, uh, they just, like, the man, the men we were talking about, they truly just believe that women are here to serve. And so, once, like, you married and you're combined and you take his last name, you're now an extension of him, you know? And same wow. with, like, the kid. You have the kid, it takes the husband's last name, extension of him. And, like, Maybe that's another reason why men have this big ass ego because everything is just catered around them, you know, and oh. the world is just built for a men to strive and survive and oh to everything God, just yes. revolve around them. And that's why they don't think they're the inferior gender. Holy shit, Maddie. You just blew <laughs> my mind. Wow. Holy shit. Because, yeah, that is so true. Yeah. Never thought about the last name thing. And I'm living proof. Like, when me and Walker get married, I'm not going to take his last name. I'm keeping my own last name. Yeah. And But the only thing that sucks with that is that I didn't make that decision before I gave birth to our son. Mm-hmm. And so, but here's the thing. 
Um, I also named our son's middle name after Walker too. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's literally Kai Mason Oglesby. It's like Kai and then Walker Walker. Like, yeah. <laughs> Kai Walker Walker. Walker, Walker. <laughs> and um, I really like saw it uh, or saw it. I really sat and thought about Kai's middle name and I really wanted to like um, give that give that to Walker. I don't know how to explain it. I just really wanted like um, I mean, it makes sense. It's because, like a like, sentimental all of thing. My brother's like middle names are like also after like men in my who are like in my mom's life, right? Right. And like my, I remember before I you know didn't really fuck with my dad. Right. I also planned to name like my son after like my dad's middle name. Yeah. So, Would you still do that now? No. No. <laughs> no <laughs> just no, wondering. I don't think so. so, but like, I guess I'm just trying to say like don't, the thought process. Yeah. Like don't like. It's not something I would say I regret. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Right. Like, don't be like, feel like bad about it. And obviously... like, honestly, just being completely real, I had a moment in my life where I was, well, a moment, I literally had like one night where I was just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> but in that night, I was just thinking about like how Kai is not going to have anything in his name that represents me. Mm-hmm. I mean, Christ, like he's... <laughs> He even looks like Walker. He doesn't even look like me that much. Um, but, uh, you know, it was just one of those things that's just like, man jeans. <laughs> I literally went through so much to give birth to him. Yeah. Not even just the actual yeah, labor and delivery. Your, like, life trying to happen. Not only that, but afterwards, I still have like issues yeah. from that. Just childbirth in For general him to take after his father right? <laughs> <laughs> he did it on purpose <laughs> literally one, one of the doctors like as they were pulling him out of me they go wow he really looks like his dad <laughs> so don't tell me that right now motherfucker i just spent all this time trying to get him out <laughs> but all that to say i can understand like the the whole name thing and i never thought about it that way because it is true like walker i mean kai is obviously walker so they have the same last name the same middle name that like it's this whole lineage thing for me it's like what about his baby mama like (laughs) i know because like i also like how you're saying you don't think you're gonna or you're not gonna take walker's last name i've thought about that a lot with reese because we've talked about marriage and whatnot and me personally like my last name is lafort and like Mm. that's a pretty unique last name like i've never met anyone else with that last name and my boyfriend's last name is franklin and (laughs) i just i like my last name more like i just i've heard franklin before like i just like the uniqueness of it but at the same time i also don't want to be tied to my father's last name anymore so it's like there's that debacle between do I want to be a girl boss and stay in Miss Independent, keep my own last name because I'm my own person? Or do See, I want to constantly be tied to my father's last name? Right. Know? But like, I almost said, what's your mom's maiden name? Literally just right here <laughs> through the whole internet to just like hack all your passwords. <laughs> so do you want my social security number too? <laughs> but that's besides the point. I was just, anyway, random interest at thought, but... Yeah, that is, um, it sucks that it's so correlated. I just, just hate in that the it's name. like, that that's just the way it is in our right. society that you just take the man's last name. I mean, if it makes any sense, like, 
I've always seen your last name as just like your last name. Yeah. I mean, I don't know your dad that well. Like, <laughs> I met the man a couple times, but like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But it, I do understand like the whole family dynamic. So for me, the reason why I want to keep my last name is because, first of all, I feel like it just suits my name. Yeah. Second of all, it's my name. Third of all, it's like my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I am really close to my family. Um, and I just feel like it's an extension of myself and I want to keep that. Um, And this has literally nothing to do with Walker or his family or literally anything. It's it's simply just me. It's just internally. Like I just, I don't think I want to change my last name. Like if, you know, maybe cut down five, I really doubt it, but maybe like once I get married, if I change my mind, I can like bite my words. But like, I I I really don't. Like, cause my parents, uh, growing up, my mom never legally changed her last name, but like on all of her social medias, like on Facebook, she was, yeah, her first name, her middle name, her last name, my dad's last name. Oh yeah. 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 Like Kim Kardashian West, like type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't even know if I would (laughs) do that. I don't know if that's bad, but like, uh, okay, so the reason why I even started thinking about it was um, I was a bachelorette for two weddings, like back to back. And so obviously you're going to all these weddings. It's just like, you know, um, they're preparing to get their last names changed and all of these things. And then I just remember like straight up being like, I don't think I'm going to change my last name. And it, okay, this is how it felt. This is not how it really happened. But everyone was just like, yeah it's because we're so brainwashed into this idea that you have to take the man's last name when right. it's in reality you don't have to that's up to you and like i said if you want to be miss independent girl boss because at the like like you said it's your name right it's an extension of you you and of no one else and it just kind of feels good to be your own person and like not necessarily have to be tied down to a man or just anyone in general partner right. in general like just to be able to have that own comfort in yourself that exactly and me like um here's another example that i think correlates with that is um you know my mom um was going into school and she got her like a uh, master's degree and then you know bef- like i think this was before all the kids <laughs> She was planning on getting like her doctorate's degree and all of that. Um, and then my dad was like, it was just a joke, right? Yeah. It was just a like little joke, but he was pretty much just saying like, oh, wow. So it's going to say like Dr. Joy Johnson on there. And like my mom did take his last name. And so, yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> my mom doesn't have her doctorate's degree right now, but that's just, you know, an example of just like, it's crazy how a woman's whole entire career can still have a man's name attached to it when they have nothing to do with it. Literally. Like Haley right now, she's an RN, and but she's Haley Ross RN. Right, right, which right. Which is good for her. I know she's very happy. Her yeah. man is a good man. Yay, Keystead. Yay, Keystead. <laughs> <laughs> he is a girl's guy for sure. Absolutely. He loved Keystone, so yeah. But like you said with that, I also wanted to say like this isn't um it's like it's so different um if you are will- wanting to change your last name cuz like I said I feel like you can use the same reasons why I want to keep my last name and use those same reasons to want to change your name. So like how I'm really close to my family and I want to keep that part of myself. I mean, like kind of similarly, if you're really close to your partner and you want to build that life together, Mm -hmm. you're choosing your family, you're starting over. I can get it. I get it. Yeah. Like I'm not saying there's anything wrong with taking your partner's last name. Right. It's just like, for me personally, 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. We kind of went on a whole fucking tangent. But, but that's okay. That's why we're here. It's like literally a podcast. That's yeah. what we're supposed to do. True. Very true. So just back on like men hating women and shit. Um, men just be loving to hate. To hate, you know, sometimes. Like, um, we were talking about earlier. So my boyfriend, I guess we weren't talking about this earlier, but my boyfriend's big in the car community. And there was this one time that there was this trend going around on TikTok. And it was like, show you and show what you drive. And my boyfriend, his whole TikTok is his car. He has never, ever, ever gotten any kind of hate about it. People love his car. They love him. It's just the way things were. And then we see this trend... We put my face in front of his car, and suddenly, (laughs) it's the ugliest car they've ever seen. The build is the worst they've ever seen. The fitment is the worst they've ever seen. Everything about everything is just bad. And it's like, okay, well, in the video before this, you were saying how much you loved it. So now why? Because there's a female's face in front of it. The car suddenly... Because the car didn't change. No. The only thing that changed was me. Yeah. And because I'm a woman, I clearly don't know enough about cars to be able to right. own a cool car and be in the car community and this, this, and this, and simply because I am a woman. I think that and is that soul fact. so insane. Yeah. Like, okay. And, like, Sydney Sweeney, if you're, like, oh, yeah. she literally is, like, does all kinds of, like, mechanic shit and stuff to her car, but because she's a woman... Literally because she has tits. Because she has tits. It's like, oh no, you're not actually into cars. You're just trying to look like you're into cars so you can (laughs) lean over them and have a Megan Fox and Transformers moment where (laughs) everyone falls in love with you because you're a hot girl on a hot car. Right, right. When it's like, nah, I'm just a woman who likes cars. Right. I just like cars. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know. It's just people cannot fathom that women can have hobbies that are outside of traditional feminine hobbies. Yep. And that's another thing. The whole thing, I, oh my God, I can't tell you how many times I've seen that TikTok clip, that TikTok clip of them just being like, do women have hobbies? And like, it's just that this podcast with these two guys just talking about Mm -hmm. it. And they're like, no, no. Well, it's like, of course women have hobbies. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, women have hobbies, but just because they're not the same interests as you have, they're not valid. Yeah, they think the only hobbies that women are allowed to have is makeup. Oh, I like to do makeup, or I like to do hair. I like to go shopping. I like to And cut. it's like, <laughs> there's so much more. Like, yeah, I, I enjoy doing my makeup. Is it a hobby of mine? No. Right. Right. But just because I'm a woman, that's what you would assume, I guess. Yeah. And it's just crazy. And like, uh, just like, even like pro sports and stuff, like women's basketball and stuff. It's like, there, I can't tell you, I work in a sports bar and I can't tell you the amount of times that like a woman's game and a men's game for like basketball or something has been going on. And a woman's game was like on a TV that someone wanted to watch. And the person asked me to change it. And instead of just being like, Hey, could you like change this game? They're like, can you change this shit? Nobody's watching these girls play ball. You're kidding. No. <laughs> so many times. And it's like, <laughs> what? Like, just no words. Like, right. okay, whatever. And it's just like, I feel like just because you're a woman, like, you don't get the same amount of respect because it's it's still not as hard as what men have to yeah. do. And like, just shit like that. And it just, it just makes me upset because it's like, that is so true with the sports. Like, men don't take it seriously um, for women to be, like, active or in sports because just, like, 
I don't know. They just literally think that they're inferior. They think that women are inferior, like physically. Um, and I'm not going to sit here and say that there's not a biological difference between men and women. Um, there absolutely is. Like, I just sent you that TikTok mm-hmm. about like how um, this woman was like play fighting with her boyfriend or something and then like you can actually like see his strength come out for a little bit like Mm -hmm. like when he's like y'all are play fighting and then you see that he can literally pin you down with one hand easily and it's like like, just the fear that immediately hits you when you realize you're not as indestructible as you think you are you are completely and i think that's another thing that men just love to hold on to Mm -hmm. just that power that they have knowing that they can do that to you Mm -hmm. probably fucking turns them on probably so literally just like the fact that i can take take it and like exactly what fucking andrew tate said (laughs) i i just i just want what i want right i'm not a rapist but and just the thrill (laughs) and i think it's also just the thrill of being able to take what they want like they just literally find it exciting and that's what's so sick is like they get a thrill out of it and it's like that's why when like jeffrey dahmer i i, I might be talking about my ass i might be thinking of a different serial killer but like they like they get a rush out of it yeah like they do it and they're like i don't know why i did it i know it's wrong but it just it's it just felt good. so good right <laughs> <laughs> scary terrifying like, terrifying and like I just, I feel like that's how most abusers think, is that they just get a rush out of it. Absolutely. I have, um, along with that whole, like, entitlement thing, like, men feeling like women are made to, like, serve them and they're entitled to them. So what I have is, like, they have um, emotional entitlement, but primarily it's sexual entitlement. Mm -hmm. And that is where it starts to get dangerous Uh because... Like you said, men like that, they have what they want, they know what they want, they seek what they want, and they will get what they want. Yeah. And they, like, they just, they think that we're just not gonna, like, react. Like, even not something so much as, like, sex, but just, like, a man, like, I've seen so many videos of a man walking down the street and just slapping a woman's ass. Right. They're... Well, because why not? Yeah, because they think that they what just are they going to do? They're not going to react. They're a woman, and, and if even they if they did, back, I, I can take them. And it's like right, right, uh, but... disgusting. Um, so something I wrote down for men who feel sexually entitled to women is when men believe that women are supposed to keep them sexually satisfied all the time. Um, and they have this entitlement to a woman's body that they feel like they're. Wait, the fact that they are entitled to be the only guy that she's ever been with. So there's a couple different realms of entitlement, right? There's the entitlement of the act of sex. Like, um, you have to keep him sexually satisfied. Otherwise, he's going to either, like... He's not going to get it from you. He's going to get it from somewhere. Somewhere else. Or he's going to, like, abuse it out of you. Like, it gets really fucking dark. Mm -hmm. Like, it just gets really dark because that's just the world that we live in. Mm -hmm. And then... um, to be entitled to like keeping her pure like we said earlier about her not having like a high body count or whatever it's just all of these entitlements that is just like this woman um but kind of going on that like or something we said earlier is how like every woman you know or for the most part every woman you know has like a sexual assault story or knows someone with a sexual assault story but it's like if you're a guy and you're asking your guy friends like 
Hey, you you ever raped anybody? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah. Like no guy knows another abuser, you know. Right. But I was reading this thing, and it was a misogyny hate crime evaluation, and it said that after two years of research, over half the women had experienced threatening behavior. Um, almost half were groped, quartered, were followed home, and sexually assaulted. And it's just like, wow. It, and like that—that's what I was kind of like saying for the, like when women hate men. It's like these are the kind of reasons we have behind them. Because mm-hmm. when have you ever heard of a woman just walking up and grabbing a man's dick? You know, right? Like I, again, I'm sure it happens. Me with—I don't know. This is so out of pocket, but I was gonna say me would walk around and gets home. I'm just like, <laughs> come here, boy. <laughs> I mean, I can't say I don't walk Reese like a dog. But... Right. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but for real. Um, like, it's just not very heard of. To just, no. You know, but there are many of times that I've been in a fucking grocery store, I've been at work, and there's been plenty of room for a man to walk behind me, and but he just... just has to put his hands on your hips and, oh, excuse me. Right. Oh, yeah, excuse you. Why are you touching me? Yeah, there will be a whole three yards of space behind me, and he's just gonna, let me just shimmy through uh, here real quick. I don't know if you, I know you've worked in the service industry for a while. I don't know if you've ever run into this, but I used to have this old manager that would like, he was old, Mm -hmm. and he would just be like, hey, I was 16, and he would just be like, Hey, Michaela, can you like sweep up behind the like, and he would just be like rubbing my back. He'd be like, can you like sweep up the lobby? And then he literally, this is a very specific day, but he was like, can you just sweep up the lobby? And then can you like run the coffee maker? So like you can run me coffee, like not kidding. And the same breath as he was like caressing my back as a a year old, he was just like, can you clean the lobby? And then can you like run the coffee maker thing so i can make him coffee and it's literally just so gross like first of all why the fuck are you touching me yeah second of all do you not have legs to make coffee like um (laughs) but i've had a manager before um who he literally he was he was older he was weird he was just gross vibes right but I remember literally like my first week at this job, a girl was late and I was working a morning shift. I'm waiting for the day to start and she comes in a little late. That We're not even open yet. Like we were supposed to be there at 10.30, be open at 11. She got there at like 10.50, yeah. Like She was late, but she still wasn't late, like, you know? Right. But this man made her stand up on the steps in front of everybody working that day and dance to I'm a little teapot just to solely embarrass her in front of everybody. <laughs> and he did that multiple times. I saw him do that three times in the time that he worked there. Yeah. Like you've witnessed that. Uh-huh. That is something that I literally hear on like the news because it was just so like outlandish. Like Yeah, no, I witnessed that. And like that like I said, my first week I saw I feel that. like I'd be crying and if I was that were me. So like everyone was just kind of like so looking at each other, like what the like what? And yeah, and he just he come on, come on, you don't get to come down until you do it. Come on, everybody's waiting. Come on, 
Ew. Yeah. And it's just like. And it just sucks because you have to do it or you yeah, get fired. Or you get fucking fired. At the time. He was the general, he was the head manager at the time. And it's just like. These men having power over young women in the service industry or just jobs in general, like. Right. Older men being in charge of young women is just—it's just gross. I was most of the time, a they're talk gross. Today, and it was talking about how, um, you know, obviously we know that we live in a patriarchal society, but what that really means is that oftentimes in the job force, um, or even in politics, or the um, like, just any industry, pretty much, the um, positions of power are always given to men. Mm-hmm. And I have a—I have a really great like. I, I actually I can't talk about that, but I know I could say I have a perfect example. But again, right. my workplace now, and I'm yeah. not trying to get fired. <laughs> yeah, no. When, whenever Reese got hired for his like manager position, which I'm not saying Reese got his job only because he's a man, right. because I know he did work very very hard for it. But uh, I remember him coming home and telling me because there was I think there was two other girls applying for the position, mm-hmm. and uh, he was talking to one of them about it like after the fact, and he was like, "Oh, like how did your in- interview wind up going?" And she was like, oh, like, they wound up just not interviewing me. Like, they just told me they knew they were going to give it to you. (laughs) Yeah. And Reese said he felt so bad because he was like, I mean, even if they knew they were going to give it to me, like, they should still should have given her her interview. Like, they still should have heard her out and heard her, like, what she had to say because she was like, she could have been, like, more deserving than me, you know, and they just didn't even give her the chance. And so, obviously, my boyfriend's one of the good ones out there. He could see that the system was fucking her over but and uh, like i said i'm not saying that like that was the reason just because he was a man but like it's just you know it sucks to see that and he even saw it too that they didn't even give her the opportunity just because they were like oh no we're going with him yeah and it's just like that is if she was a man would she even if they were going with reese would they still have you know given her the definitely would have at least given her the interview just to be like hey like you know, we tried it, it's just we don't think it's the right fit, you know, whatever, right. whatever. But to just be like, oh no, we're going with him. Yeah. And there's just uh, too many situations like that. Oh, okay. I have um, another point of why men are inferior. Sorry if you hear me. <laughs> um, she's having fun oh. back there. <laughs> so, another reason why men are inferior is because of the um, lack of ability to create social groups. Mm-hmm. So this is a big one, big disclaimer for everything that we're saying in this episode is that we're not talking about all men. So uh, yeah, we're gonna just gonna have to keep saying that because I know no matter how many times we say it, there's still gonna be that one person. But this is not all men. So it is not only very possible for men to have a like good just group of friends it's encouraged and that's great um but it goes more i mean friendship is where it starts but then it it really uh, snowballs whenever you can't have um like male coworkers without that competitive drive Mm -hmm. and then you know you and as you get into more positions of power it affects everything else because you're just trying to be like the alpha male or whatever because you think like it you think back and it like really starts in like high school and you know like yeah. competing for sports like i know growing up i saw like you know a lot of the guys groups who were friends they were usually friends because they played the same sport together or they 
you know, did something the same together and like they just bonded that way. But then they're doing those things and, but they're still competing because they're still trying to be the best at what they're doing, you know? Yeah. And so it's while, even though they're creating those relationships, they're still creating them under environments that's not, you know, formative for a good relationship. Like it's still pitting them against each other. And so they think now, even though now we're not playing that sports per se, like, we're outside trying to have fun just together in the real world. There's still that kind of competitive, competitive edge. Like That's it's so two true. guys, like the same girl, you know, that competitive, competitive nature. And it's just, right. I feel like that's just how their relationships are. Yeah. So I never thought about it like that because that is so true. A lot of, you know, friendships that started on high school, you know, started with sports and how it's like, it always, it's competitive from the start. Mm-hmm. And then it just goes up from there. Yep. And you get out of high school and it's, you're competing for jobs and then you're competing for a house to live in. You're competing for just everything. Right. So for what I wrote down is that men have fewer and less intimate relationships with other men. Um, and I mean, we were kind of talk- talking about that earlier about mm-hmm. how sometimes men will literally pay uh, sex workers to just sit down and talk to them because they can't talk to anyone else. Yeah. Like, and they know? feel like men feel like they can't be vulnerable with their other male friends. Yeah. Cause it's like as women, you know, our friend groups, we strive and just talking about our days and talking about how we feel and you know the latest gossip the latest tea you know what's going on with each other like we like to dive deep and make those deep connections but for the most part like males like they're not like you said they're not making those deep connections because they just they're scared of being vulnerable they're scared of you know oh if i talk about my feelings they're gonna think i'm gay yeah or they're gonna think i'm weak yeah like that's I feel like they're synonymous in guys' minds, like, being gay is, like, just being weak. Like, yeah. literally, that's just... Anyway. But um, it made me think as to why. And so I did a little bit of research, and I found that um, it comes down to just traditional toxic masculinity. So in my opinion, through the research that I did, it really starts as, like, what it means to be a man for you. So for men, um, they really have to sit and think with that. What does it mean to be a man? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times these boys are taught that it is being stoic. So being super independent, being like, I have to do everything on my own. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I'm not strong enough and I will fail. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, and you have to be independent. You have to be very competitive, be very aggressive, be a go-getter, go get what you want. Mm -hmm. You can't just sit around and like, wait for it, wait for it. You have to go get it no Mm -hmm. matter what that is. And it can internalize into very dark shit. Yeah. Exactly what we were talking about earlier. Just that if I want it, I'm going to get it attitude. And then I think um, one of the biggest reasons that comes with um, the competitiveness kind of aspect is that is just straight up dominance Mm -hmm. like men have this need to assert their dominance wherever they can and so that's why men have a hard time having other relationships with other guys is because like it's not as easy to assert your dominance over another guy as it Mm -hmm. is a woman or like so you know whoever right um and then okay this is also a very interesting point that i wrote down um and i don't know if i made this word up (laughs) because i remember writing it down i was like i've never heard of that word like 
but it makes sense so it's actually called homo hysteria and so it is different than homophobia um because it's just the fear of being labeled as gay um and likely said and some in minds of some men it's like being gay is synonymous to being weak and so the fear of being labeled of gay just by being intimate or like sharing a story or just reaching out or just whatever it is like having close male friendships it's like it causes them to just stay to themselves Mm -hmm. and i feel like all of these different traits is what leads to such a high suicide rate in men honestly because they don't have a support system because of all of the things that they have either internalized or all of the things that they've been taught or just the things that they either put themselves through in some cases like Mm -hmm. you know they just don't have a lot of support systems and so these you know and then you have men like andrew tate telling you depression (laughs) isn't real mental health isn't real you're a pussy if you can't just get through it and it's like okay but you know it, it is real mental illness is very real and it does affect anybody and everybody yeah. you know like oh, and man. i feel like our society has just built this like we were saying like men feel like they have to be strong they have to be independent and they can't just be vulnerable and it's just because our society has you know made it seem like other men have just made it so hard for other men to be in touch with anything like the people you surround yourself with has so much to do with the kind of person you are and i wholeheartedly believe that because if you're surrounded by a bunch of just pieces of shits who are cheating on their girlfriend lying doing this this and that more than likely you're gonna be influenced right but if you're surrounded by people who you know, are going to hold you accountable. And even if, you know, they're doing stuff because, like, say they're single and, you know, they can live their life, they're not trying to convince you to do it, too, because you're their buddy. Like, they're like, nah, like, you yeah. got a girl at home. Like, right. Like, it's I just very good agree. to... That's why I love our friend group, too. Mm-hmm. It just so happens to be that we're all pretty much, like, in relationships yeah. and that, like, we all are kind of having, like, the same... We're not trying to, like, go out and meet different people. Yeah, like, we're literally exactly. just trying to, like, most of the, the most fun that I have at our house is just, like, when we're here and we're, like, eating pizza and playing yeah, board exactly. games. Yeah, exactly. The like, other night. Fun times. <laughs> it was St. Patty's Day, and I was hanging out with some friends, and one of them was talking about, like, going to the club and, like, you know, just right. getting fucked up for St. Patty's. What else is there to do? I was right. to drink green beer, I guess. <laughs> you know what we wound up doing? We went to Walmart and we bought stuff to make dinner. And we all stayed in and cooked dinner together. And had a great night. And had, I had an amazing time. I had so much more fun than I would have had at a club. Right, <laughs> And it's oh, just yeah. like finding that group of people where you can, again, it comes back to vulnerability, just feel vulnerable with and just feel comfortable being yourself and not having to put that mask on of, I'm a big, tough guy. Like, right. you just feel better. Right. Like, to just let go and be you without the fear of you know being judged <laughs> yeah. like, or anything like that it's so like guy like everyone needs that yeah not just guys not just women like that is such a fundamental thing that i think we need it's just yeah good relationships um and as well as your relationships in real life 
I feel like it's also the parasocial relationships mm-hmm. that you have with like influencers and the people that you watch yeah. and the communities that you build on there because that's like it's such a huge part of our lives nowadays like you know um whatever you're into in life is what's it's going to be the content you consume you know mm-hmm. so if your values are toxic and abusive and whatnot that's <clears throat> the type of um, people you're people gonna you're attract gonna, yep and it just fuels that even more because if you know it's one thing to have an opinion and just have that be your own opinion but if you have an opinion and people are boosting up that opinion yeah masses of people masses are boosting of, up that opinion with bad opinions right it's like cult it, <laughs> it really is it really <laughs> is um i guess lastly this is just like a question that i kind of just thought about mm-hmm. so if there are any men watching this podcast right now if they, if you've lasted all the way to this point <laughs> and do you have like anything you want to say to anyone listening like right now i'll do the same um to anyone listening right now i guess again let me just preface we know it's not all we know there's the outliers we know that there are some bad females out there too um but really just like we said earlier if the shoe fits wear it do something about it like we're not Mm -hmm. trying to just be hating ass girls like Mm y'all like to hate we're just really trying to i think spread awareness on some very serious issues and women's issues because obviously we are females we got to look out for the girls (laughs) and i think that it's just finally time for someone to say what not everyone wants to say you know i absolutely agree with that like for Someone me. needs to hold them accountable. Let right. me that please. That. And if it has to be me, I'll do it. Like, Literally, fingers cracked. <laughs> like I'm ready, stretching out. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for me, if there are any guys still watching this at this point, um, I think I would just say that it is possible to be a really good um man and have like good morals and stuff like that and i just want to say like i personally don't believe that all men are this like evil dumb like i don't know just abusive angry yeah like we have we we both have boyfriends who are very good men in our lives and like even though i have seen like i grew up with a very narcissistic just literally said that a woman's job was to nurture and a man's job was to provide like that was his whole logic in his head so i've seen both parties Mm -hmm. like i know i know there's good men out there and i've seen the really bad ones out there like and i think where it's important is that if you are one of those good men like my boyfriend walker your boyfriend reese keiston we mentioned like (laughs) if you are one of those good men out there I would encourage you to spread that to your peers. Um, challenge other men when they when you catch them saying some bullshit like yeah, that. Yeah, call them out. I know that happens. You know, especially my boyfriend. He works in the blue collar field in the middle of Texas. You know, they're working, um, and you can only imagine the things that they say and believe. So when they're away from their wives too, like yeah. just a bunch of men being men together yep. and it's small things like if they make a really insensitive or miso- mis- misogynistic joke just don't laugh just be like look yeah, at them like look they're crazy and- like because they are yeah that's not funny like, and we just stop playing into it because the more we play into it and the more we let these men get away with what they're doing the more they're gonna do it right like there has to 
we all have to join in on this fight. Like mm-hmm. like you were saying, if your friend says some joke, call them out. If they say something racist, like if your white friends out there saying the N word be- just because it's out. in a song, right? It's... It doesn't need to be said. It just it can be. It's so easy to just not say it. Right. Call them out. Hold them accountable. You just that's like just accountability is such a big thing because you don't have to be like marching in the streets or like rallying petitions to be a feminist um especially if you're a man the biggest thing as a man that you can do is call out other men Mm -hmm. because they're they're way much more likely to listen to you than a woman trying to put them in it's like they won't even even like they won't even be able to register the words that i'm saying because i have tits and like i just I'm a woman. You're a woman who's boobly boobling. <laughs> right. It does. It goes in one ear and out the other. In one tit and out the other. <laughs> like that. <laughs> but as a guy, you have that like respect mm-hmm. that guys have just for other guys. So if you are able to influence someone even just a little bit to be, I guess, just like more tolerant of women. Person. God, it's like we're begging. We're just yeah. like, don't hate us, please. Just, please, just an ounce of respect. <laughs> god well thank you so much for listening and sitting through our first episode i know it was a lot of a lot of ranting a lot of tangents a lot of maybe just talking out our ass but we appreciate so much for you staying and listening to it all and from here on out like we are honestly just going to be giving our truest opinions. We're going to be talking on subjects that we're really passionate about. Um, and we would love for you to like join the conversation and listen in. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know that it was very controversial. <laughs> Way to start off with a finger. But um, yeah, I think that's all. So bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Have a good day, I guess. <laughs> Peace.